0: This is a Demon FM podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains explicit themes.
1: You are listening to Crime Cast,
0: The podcast talk about murder, and conspiracy.
1: With us, Emily and Jasmine.
0: Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of Crime Crimecast. Crime Cast. <laughs> I'm your host Jasmine and this is Emily. We're both second year media and communication
1: students and this year we joined Demon FM. Uh, so yes,
0: mm-hmm. we are here today to provide you with our first ever podcast on yeah. the Muswell Hill murders. Yeah, before we crack on to that though, I thought that we should tell you guys a bit like what we're going to do really um so we're going to do mostly obviously true crime and then um probably put a bit of conspiracy theories in there so that's what we're going to do and just kind of go along with it and yeah go from there so shall i crack on go for it okay so (laughs) it's called the muswell hill murderer um this guy his name is Dennis Nilsen, but we'll just call him Nilsen throughout the whole podcast. Um, he was originally born in Scotland in 1945, and he actually died last May. So that's quite interesting in prison. His murders actually took place in North London because he moved down. And yeah, do you know much about this case, Emily?
1: Um, I just know that he was a serial killer that... Kills up to like fifteen people. Mm, yeah, they say they think it's probably more. Yeah, um, but they can't really tell, can they? Because like, you tried yeah. to
0: dispose of the bodies through like sewage systems. Yeah, it's it's a very complicated and weird case. Um, he did like killing boys and men in particular. No, I don't think he's killed any women. No, that I know of. I think it was because um, Nelson was
1: unsure of his sexuality mm. and he was in denial for quite a long time. Mm. So he probably tried to like take out his sexuality, sex, yeah, murders. confusion, like, yeah. surrounding his sexuality on his murders. Maybe he, because obviously when he was born, it was like the sixties, and like it wasn't as okay to be gay mm. than like what it is now. And he was
0: just, it was, yeah, it was a hard time to be gay then. Mm. So um, he actually kind of had a bit of a ritual of Natus with his killings. So um, his kind of routine, should I say, was that he would strangle them, then drown them, and then wash them for ages, like just bathe them, and then dress them, and then kind of chop them up, Mm. which is a bit, it's very gruesome, um, but we're kind of going to not tell you too much detail, if that's...
1: Yeah, uh, it. Um, let's just say he didn't treat
0: the bodies no. very well post-death. No, he didn't. Um, for the first guy that, well, the youngest person he actually killed, he was only 14 oh. um, and apparently he met him out and about and I think he was really drunk and then he took him back home And got really drunk with him. And I think he actually fancied this boy quite a lot because they fell asleep together and he didn't want to wake him up because he was scared the boy was going to leave him. Um, The boy's name was Stephen, apparently. And yeah, they both got really, really drunk. And then he kind of decided to kill him because he didn't want him to leave him. So by the sounds of it, Nielsen was quite lonely.
1: Yeah, well, um, from like my own research, I've came like i've realized that he was very much a loner like back on his early life Mm -hmm. his only friend that he had was his granddad yeah um and like his granddad died when he was five years old yeah and the mother didn't deal with the death in the best of ways uh nilson came back from like school the one day and came to the kitchen to see his mother crying and the mother told him to come into the living room if he wanted to see his granddad and like Nelson and the granddad was like beso- like not besotted but like it- the grand- yeah the granddad was the only person that ever shown mm-hmm. the boy love yeah like his mother like had too many children and just forgot about him
0: that's re- that's quite sad it though. is really it sad. Is. and it makes you think that is someone being evil is it nature or nature yeah. but the thing was like the mum said like if you want to see your granddad again you can
1: go ahead and then nelson went into the living room i think it was and uh it was an open casket of his granddad, just dead so do you think that that clicked something in his oh in definitely his head i think i think he blurred the lines of like death and love like cuz cuz then later on in his life um nelson like, attempted to, like, simulate drowning. So his granddad died through drowning. Oh, well, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. And the one time he got too close to actually drowning because he kind of, like, brushed out into the sea too far mm-hmm. and he had to be saved himself. And, like, Nilsson believed that the person that actually saved him from the city was his granddad, yeah. Sort of, like, dragging him closer to him because, obviously, he lost, like, consciousness and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um... But yeah, I I think there's definitely a correlation between his, like, devoted love to mm-hmm. his granddad and the way that he died. Yeah. Um, and then how he treated his victims.
0: Yeah. Well, that would have been really sad that... Well, it's sad because if his dad did... His, if his granddad didn't die in that way, mm. then maybe that could have changed a lot and saved yeah. a lot of people's lives. Yeah.
1: And, like, it was definitely, like... Not to not to point a finger on his actions or anything, but like the I think the mom definitely dealt with things the complete wrong way. Yeah. like imagine a little five year old boy mm. being exposed to like the, the the body, the corpse of of his granddad. It's
0: very it's it is sad, but it doesn't excuse. No, but maybe he, he thought that him killing other people
1: was like somewhat of a treat mm-hmm. because his maybe granddad was yeah He'd, they'd be with his granddad, I wonder I what know. kind
0: of man his granddad was. uh he was apparently he was a fisherman,
1: so he used to go away for long periods
0: of time right and then but when he was back at home, he was all about Nelson but it's strange because when I think about like being five years old, I can't remember a lot. no, so it makes you think like how close were they like how much can he actually remember of that, yeah. Um yeah. it's very strange. It's really strange. And looking at all of his victims, it was always strangulation and yeah. and it's really sad. He his second victim that we know of was a boy from Hong Kong. Um and he got him from a pub and he lured him back to his flat. And it was to do um stuff. It was to do stuff at the sexual flat, stuff. sexual stuff and yeah and then he just gets some drunk and does what he does it's, yeah it's really sad um, yeah it just it's always alcohol it's always sex yeah. and then it's killing yeah which it makes me think because he did live in a flat and it's just that he's, how he was at the top of his flat too, yeah. so he's
1: very isolated.
0: But he used to, he did dispose of the bodies under his floorboards, and it just makes you think: do the neighbours not hear or smell anything? Well, they, they did. Um, the reason oh. why um, Nelson got
1: caught as such
0: was mm-hmm. because their drains kept getting blocked up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. And it was um, since I the video, but
1: yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <And, laughs> Uh, so the rest of the because the house was split into six different flats mm-hmm. Nilsson was at the top the the middle like floor had one resident in but I don't think he was really there that much and the other room the other flat was like mm-hmm. barren and then like you know there was other flats down the bottom um, But anyway so the plumbers kept having to come out because of yeah. blockages being in like you know because it was all connected Mm because it was all just one big house basically and then um one of the plumbers like got some butcher like flesh
0: out of like
1: the drains sort of thing and so the plumber was like calling up the landlord like hey what do i do (laughs) and um the landlord was like oh just like you know keep it to one side, we'll deal with it tomorrow, like, we'll send an investigation. Keep it to one
0: side, yeah. that is so disrespectful. Yeah, but they,
1: don't, they didn't know that it was a body, though. Yeah, yeah, you'd probably
0: think, oh, maybe it's a bit of animal. Yeah, like, I don't know. Maybe um, a cat got something.
1: Yeah, you know, even consequently, like, a dead dog or something, not yeah. a human body. And, like, um, yeah, so that was that. And then the flesh had, like, disappeared overnight. Right. And But there was reports of the other, like, flat Mates, like seeing Nelson, like coming out late at night, like scurrying around, mm-hmm. like where the plumber had been, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then there was a, like a big investigation into it because obviously the landlord got very suspicious. Like, why would Nelson be taken back, like, rotting? Yeah, it's meat? so weird. Yeah, because you have to think about it. There was those bodies, and they they were decaying a while, mm. like saturated in water, like that. Oh. Like, it the smell must have been disgusting. Yeah. And um, so yeah, they got the police involved, and um, yeah, they 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 searched Nielsen's like part of the, the the pipe system, and they retrieved a chunk of flesh, and they did a like you know forensic investigation on that bit, and the only reason they knew that Nielsen strangled his victims was because there was like a ligature mark yeah on the neck, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and it. Ugh. It's It's just just horrible. It It is like...
0: But how you? how would yeah. people, how do people think to do these things? Gosh, I don't know. It's crazy, and it's like he he did a lot of bonfires mm. to get rid of the bodies as well, which yeah. makes you think. How does how did no one know when he was doing does that? They smell? Yeah, like they, I they, can't even imagine what the no, like. smells But You know, when you accidentally burn your hair or something. Yeah, it's like gross. that's bad <laughs> it's, it's gross. It's just it's crazy, and it and the fact that he only died last year as well. I know it is crazy so then
1: uh the police got a warrant for a search warrant to go into his property because the smell in his flat was disgusting as you can imagine like decaying corpses not everyone's like you know room air freshener smell (laughs) um and then there was a distinct smell coming from Nelson's like bedroom cupboard uh and so they asked him like what is it and he just just said, like, you can look yourself, sort of thing. But obviously they were, like, hesitant to do so just in case it, like, um cross-contamination with yeah, forensic yeah, yeah. evidence and stuff. Um, so then they asked Nelson if there were any other body parts around, to which he replied, saying, and I quote, it's a long story. It goes back a long time. I'll tell you everything. I went to get it off my chest, not here at the police station. So then of which he was arrested and cautioned on suspicion of murder before being taken away to Hornacy Police Station. And then this is, is like, the horrible bit. Like, could you imagine this? Um, As he was being escorted to, like, the police station, Nilsson was asked whether the remains in his flat belonged to one person or two. Because, you know, killing one or two people is bad enough. (laughs) However, like, he was staring out the police car window and then his reply was... 15 or 16 oh, since
0: 1978. That just makes you feel gross, doesn't it? Literally, though, like... Like he's so confident about it. Yeah.
1: but It's just, like, such like a casual, like, acceptance of death. I oh, was, like, maybe 15, 16 yeah. people.
0: <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: like but could you imagine? Like, he was probably, like, not very well detained. Like, he was just sat in the back of a police car. Yeah. Could you imagine the, like, horror the police officers were just driving around this, like serial killer and God. they just
0: it's crazy but what makes me think is that okay there was 15 people how come these people like didn't get connected to him in the first place yeah you know could was cctv around there then? yeah yeah and but like so, surely they would have seen him and missing Meet people, these like, people missing people yeah like, like this 14 year old boy mm. what what yeah. was his mum yeah doing <laughs> because if it was from like 1978 and mm. then like you know he was killing yeah surely still. you'd be like looking on all CCTV like where was he you wouldn't stop like you would especially your like 14 year old son goes missing yeah like you'd
1: literally do anything to get him back like obviously yeah. like some of his other murders were like people like from different countries yeah like and that they, wouldn't be
0: like really noticed yeah then away. but like yeah it's A 14 it's year old weird. it's ridiculous mm. it's just weird that he got caught in the way he did and not like connected to these people mm. because there's so many people um it's just it's very weird and the fact that he did things in certain orders and it's just strange like you clearly knew what he was doing mm, definitely and I, I think i think what's
1: so chilling about it is just like the casual nature of. His, mm. like, murders, like, but, like, the repetitive nature of it, too, and, like, the connection between, like, his granddad, like, drowning at sea, him, Nilsen, like, like, simulating drowning on himself, and then, like, to finish off his own murders, yeah. he'd strangle them and, like, but underwater,
0: mm. it's, like, way too connected, like, it's just... Uh, his- be a psychiatrist dream. Yeah, I I bet he was looked at a lot actually when he went into prison. But I haven't actually found that much about after we got put in jail no. and if he ever spoke about things. Um, I think because he was quite honest about well what we think is honest about the murders. There's not so much that you can ask him really. Um, but yeah, he confessed to where the human remains were, such as being in his ch- like his tea trap chest a tea chest hmm. what's that i don't know what a tea- i'm <laughs> guessing it's just like a a cupboard in university. yeah with a big cabinet or something yeah like that. um <laughs> that there was remains inside of that um which is a bit gross and in the drawer in the bathroom yeah Um, I suppose that's like quick
1: disposal shove it down the toilet sort of
0: yeah like oh just just quickly get rid of that. yeah it's just like such like a mass yeah disrespect like imagine just thinking oh be gone like it's so weird and apparently a few of his victims he doesn't even know the names of yeah so they're poor families They probably would never know. No. And apparently 12 or 13 um, were done at one address and then the rest were done at his other one. So I don't know about whether they went back to their last house. Do you know? No idea. I just know that they went back to one address. Um, Yeah. Oh, here we go. So there were actually two different addresses. So Nielsen lived in um, two flats, but in North London. Um, and they did actually end up going back to the first one because obviously they wanted to just, like just check that it was okay. And if there was any other bodies, but there was. Um, they actually found um, two legs, <laughs> a torso and a skull, which is a bit gross and horrible but it just shows you how long he's been doing like this for, which is, it's just horrible. Um, Nielsen also admitted that um, seven of his victims actually got away. Um, They either escaped or on one occasion, they had um, pretty much been very close to death, but actually came back to life and he actually allowed them to get away, which is crazy. It's like how... How did they not, like, tell the police that they've yeah. nearly been killed? Well, there actually was a 21-year-old drag artist called
1: Carl Stotter, and he uh, invited, He was invited back to Nilsson's house, where they had a drink and had sex and then went to bed. But very similar to the rest of, like, Nilsson's victims, uh, Nilsen tried to strangle him with a zip that he had detached from the sleeping bag that they were huddled under. And Carl was just in disbelief when it actually happened. He told the Sun newspaper in 2010, I presumed I'd become tangled up in my sleep, but Nilsson was behind me, kneeing me in the back and telling me to keep still. At first I thought he was trying to free me, but of course I was being strangled. And um, Nilsson then tried to finish the job by drowning Carl in the bath, um, just like he had tried to do with the rest of his victims. Uh, but it seems Nilsen had a change of heart and rather than killing Carl, who was obviously unconscious, uh, Nilsen gave Carl the kiss of life. And again, this is like something that links back to the granddad. And I don't know if I'm just overthinking of, like thinking this too much, but like maybe he wishes that he could save his granddad like he had just saved yeah. Carl. Yeah. And yeah, so then Nilsen let Carl go and he went straight to the hospital where he was treated for like
0: blood vessels and like water in his lungs so i don't understand why this guy didn't like get him done for that straight away i know i know like that could have stopped a whole lot of other people getting mad exactly and like but it was only two weeks
1: later carl then went to the police but they didn't take him seriously and obviously i don't know whether that
0: was just because like he was a Drag artists, maybe because yeah. they were weird back then about stuff like that, weren't yeah. they? And obviously,
1: he was a drag queen uh, between you know the eight, like in the eighties. So, like the police probably weren't very accepting of him. They probably just took him as like a bit of a mockery, which obviously isn't okay. Because, like you said, like imagine if they took it seriously, then the rest of those men could like have been saved. Yeah, and there'd be no need for the death and
0: it's just a lot. I just feel like there were so many opportunities for him to be caught early than when he did. Yeah. Because there's that many victims. How did nothing flag up? Yeah. It's so but, weird. But
1: again, like maybe it was because, obviously, most of the men would, if not all, would have been gay. Yeah. Or like some sort yeah. of like minority, like such as like the you know, LGBT, like drag and like drag queens and stuff like that. Like they wouldn't be taken seriously. Back then. So In nineteen eighty three, um, on the tenth of February, an interview was conducted where Nilsson did actually confess um that there were further human remains stowed in his like tea chest in his living room. Um and there were like the dismembered body parts of three men, all of which that he had killed like via strangulation. So under the English law, the police had forty-eight hours in which to charge nilsson or release him. But, like, during his interviews, which totaled over 30 hours on 16 separate occasions in the following days, Nilsson was adamant that he was uncertain to why he was, like, a killer. Like, when, obviously, they asked him what his motive was for his murders, he replied saying, I'm hoping, you, like, you'll tell me. That is crazy, mm. honestly. And he was adamant the, the decision to kill was not made until moments before the act of murder. But how can you do... Like, how would that come across someone's head up to, like, 16 times? Yeah.
0: It's like, surely he would have known after the second person, like, okay, if I invite someone into my house, I'm going to end up killing them. Mm. Yeah. So... Learn from your mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. It's like, that's his addiction, isn't it? Mm. That's what he's addicted to it, and it sounds like he enjoys the thrill of it in the moment. But I also read somewhere that apparently he used to black out for hours afterwards. Yeah. So he just wouldn't remember. Yeah. Well if you said that he used to get really drunk.
1: Yeah. Maybe, you know that had something to do with it. Yeah. Or maybe like it was just like a psychological block. Again, because yeah. of the grandad and sit like comparing his Granddad to the death of these men maybe he was it was just like a traumatic experience for mm. him, maybe I'm not sure but like when he was questioned further whether he had like any remorse for his crimes or anything Nilsson replied saying I wish I could like could have stopped but I couldn't I had no other thrill or happiness um, and he also emphasised that he took no pleasure from the act of killing but worshipped the art and the act of death
0: right that's confusing to me because a lot of murderers do it for the thrill. Yeah. So sort is of like he a doing power it? Be- thing. Yeah. So yeah. is he doing it because he's lonely and sad? Yeah. Not that that's an excuse at all, but it no. sounds to me he's doing it because he's sad. A somewhat comfort blanket of having yeah, in a weird way around him. Yeah, but then obviously the only person that he had around him left him. Yeah, it says that apparently the body and skin of his victims were beautiful, um, and when they were dead, he thought it was that beautiful. It brought tears into his eyes, <laughs> which is very freaky. That makes mm-hmm. you shiver, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, just so it's just weird. But I think it because obviously we're not like that. Obviously, <laughs> I hope Cuba I hope like that not. Men. <laughs> um it's just it's just crazy and apparently he used to put makeup on his victims to enhance their appearance and hide the blemishes which is he obviously i think that he thought it was sort of an art like he said yeah because he used to bathe them he used to shave them and then dress them like a real life doll Mm-hmm. And he used to let them, like, sit in a chair for, like, hours before he would actually dismember them and mm. stuff, which it just sounds to me that he was very lonely. Yes. Very lonely because if he wasn't, he would have had friends come over yeah. and be like, um, what's that smell? Yeah. <laughs> in your flat? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Well, Nielsen was brought to trial on the 24th of October in 1983, to which he was only charged with six counts of murder and two attempted murder. Even though we we already know that there was seven up to seven people that like there was only attempted murder because mm. they escaped. Mm. He obviously was charged with the accounts of murder, but he actually pleaded guilty to. So after that, he was sentenced to life in Full Sutton Prison, which is just outside of York, I believe, and. Like, he literally only died last year. So from, like, 1983 up
0: until 2018, he was in prison. That's a long time. Yeah. Which is understandable. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, But it it doesn't actually say how he died anywhere. No, it said something about his stomach. Yeah. Apparently he had,
1: like, some eruption in his stomach, but we don't know what that was triggered Mm. by or anything. Yeah, yeah. it was just... whirlwind of a case really it's it's there's elements that just shock you not even more because like because obviously traditionally the normal like everyday serial killer you know just casual everyday serial killer um they tend to like just kill like for the thrill and like a power Mm. like hungry but I just think that Nilsson was very confused and I think he was very lonely and vulnerable and just sort of played on that and yeah. maybe but maybe at the same time, maybe his victims also saw him as like vulnerable and lonely. Yeah. So maybe they came
0: onto him. That's a really good point actually. Yeah. Really good point. Yeah. Um which is kind of sad because that means the victims may have put themselves in that situation. Yeah. Obviously um, they're not to blame
1: for their own death, no. but at the same time like say if Nelson did end up having like a mental health problem or like, you know, couldn't control like how he acted and it was like sp- sp- sporadic like sort of reactions mm. like maybe they sort of walked in on their own death yeah in a way yeah 100% <sighs> what do you what do you think about it then jasmine overall
0: um, i i think it's sad because of his childhood and you know like you said with his granddad and his mom um, but also I don't think that's an excuse, but he must have already had those mental health issues and he obviously couldn't cope, so he took it out on these poor boys and men. Yeah. Um and yeah, and like you said, which is weird that he didn't do this out of the thrill. I think that's really odd because usually some it's sort of all satisfaction. About, mm, yeah. Usually it's all about the power and especially with men. They kill because it's the thrill and the power. And women more do it because of, um, say, something. Actually. It's emotional. It's yes. an emotional kill yeah. a lot of the time. So it's, it's odd that he didn't do it for that reason. But whether he was saying that just for the sake of it, we mm. don't know. He might have actually got a thrill out of it. Because strangulation, I can imagine you... That's powerful. That's powerful, isn't it? Yeah. And drowning. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, but he did like to take control of the situation by getting them ready, bathing them, and um, getting them dressed. Mm. So actually, I don't believe that he did those killings just because... But then was that a nurture aspect? Mm. Maybe that's he he granddad, because he wants to look after him. Because his
1: mom, like, you know, just low-key emotionally abused him and just kind of neglected him. Yeah. Whereas the granddad was the only person that did look after him. So maybe his granddad used to, like, bathe and bath him. Or, like, when he was... Yeah. You maybe know. maybe he was just trying to live out his granddad's life.
0: Yeah, who knows? It's, it's just crazy, this case, I think. And so that's the first podcast and it's came to an end. I really hope you guys have enjoyed it. We certainly have. Um, yeah, we just want to say that we mean no offence in our podcast. We've literally just took a load of research and put it into one podcast for you guys. And we will be covering other cases in the next coming week and yeah i've really enjoyed myself have you emily yes i have like definitely I'm,
1: I'm i'm hoping that as we get more comfortable with making these things they'll definitely become more interesting yeah and 100%. But yeah i've definitely definitely made, made like this has been an enjoyable experience making this has been good yeah just like to shout out our producer reese for yeah. helping us today
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: but yeah anyway stay tuned we'll be back soon yeah Thank see you soon guys bye, bye.